Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Romag Fasteners v. Fossil Group Incorporated, certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit. Argued January 4th, 2020. Decided April 23rd, 2020. Romag Fasteners Incorporated and Fossil Incorporated signed an agreement to use Romag Fasteners in Fossil's leather goods. Romag eventually discovered that factories in China making fossil products were using counterfeit Romag fasteners. Romag sued Fossil and certain retailers of fossil products, collectively Fossil, for trademark infringement, pursuant to 15 U.S.C. Section 1125A. Relying on Second Circuit precedent, the District Court rejects, rejected Romag's request for an award of profits because the jury, while finding that Fossil had acted callously, rejected Romag's accusation that Fossil had acted willfully. Supreme Court held, decision below is vacated and remanded, and Justice Gorsuch delivered the opinion of the court. A plaintiff in a trademark infringement suit is not required to show that a defendant willfully infringed the plaintiff's trademark as a precondition to a profits award. The Lanham Act provision governing remedies for trademark violations Section 1117A makes a showing of willfulness a precondition to profits award in a suit under Section 1125C for trademark dilution, but Section 1125A has never required such a showing. Reading words into a statute should be avoided, especially when they are included elsewhere in the very same statute. That absence seems all the more telling here where the act speaks often, expressly, and with considerable care about mental states. For example, see sections 1117b, c, um, and 1118. Pointing to section 1117a's language, indicating that a violation under section 1125a can trigger an award of the defendant's profits subject to the principles of equity, Fossil argues that equity courts historically require showing of willfulness before authorizing a profits remedy in trademark disputes. But this suggestion relies on the curious assumption that Congress intended to incorporate a willfulness requirement. Here, oblique, obliquely, while it prescribed mens rea conditions to expressly elsewhere throughout the act, nor is it likely that Congress meant to direct principles of equity, a term more naturally suggesting fundamental rules that apply more systematically across claims and practice areas to a narrow rule about a profits remedy within trademark law. Even crediting Fossil's assumption, all that can be said with certainty is that pre-Lanham Act case law supports the ordinary principle that a defendant's mental state is relevant to assigning an appropriate remedy. The place for reconciling the competing and immeasurable policy goals advanced by the parties is before policymakers. The decision below is vacated and remanded. Justice Gorsuch delivered the opinion of the court in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Thomas, Ginsburg, Breyer, Alito, Kagan, and Kavanaugh joined. Justice Alito filed a concurring opinion in which Justice Breyer and Justice Kagan joined. Justice Sotomayor filed an opinion concurring in the judgment. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, we can be reached at RhodesScholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and the number 80. Or on Twitter at Court Syllabus.